I don't want the new incoming Republican Congress to lose and squander an opportunity to change the course and the trajectory, the conversation, the narrative going forward. We need to look forward. We need not to look backward. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interests in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Hello, and welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and I am your Political Contessa. So we are very close right now to the midterm elections. What will happen is anyone's guess, right? We all want to take out our crystal ball. We all want to prognosticate. And believe me, there will be lots and lots of Monday morning quarterbacks come November 9th. So what do we know? Well, we know that historically, that whoever is the party that has the White House and also has both chambers of Congress generally lose in the midterm elections. By how much? Mm, That always remains to be seen. This year, where the Democrats hold both houses of Congress, they would like for us to believe that Republicans are only going to gain a few seats, right? A few seats. A few seats means like 17. That's not going to be a red wave. That's what they're all going to say. This is not a red wave. Republicans didn't really win, even though they're in control of the House of Representatives at this point. That's all smoke and mirrors, people. Really, the Democratic Party is alive and well. Don't look at what the Republicans are selling. However, there is a chance that we double those numbers And we end up having a nice, comfortable majority, we Republicans, in the House. There's also a slim chance that we actually win the Senate by, you know, and have just flip it. So that way we're up one or two. And that way the vice president of the United States, who's a joke, won't actually have any say whatsoever, which would be wonderful if she's not a tiebreaker. But here is the thing that... We need, we Republicans, need to make sure that we have, when we do win, because we are going to win, and again, it is by how much. So things like, what's the weather? Are our people going to turn out? Do folks feel so comfortable and confident, like here in Massachusetts with the Democratic Party, but do folks feel so comfortable and confident that they don't need to come out? Everyone needs to vote. I'm just going to say, I don't care if you think that your candidate is a shoe in. No problem. You live in a super red state. If you live in a super blue state and you think that it's like Massachusetts, we are going to hell in a handbasket. 
But even if that's your belief, go out and vote because you need to vote. It's it's voter participation. It's making sure that your voice is heard, that you are the loyal opposition, that you are making sure that you are doing your public service because you're doing it for someone else and you're doing it for folks down the line. But here's the thing that, you know, I, I really want to make sure that we keep our eye on one, everyone goes and votes Two, once Republicans are elected into the House and hopefully into the Senate. I would like to see an agenda where we really are putting Americans first, where we really are going back to our roots of limited government and lower taxes and giving people a hand up to get on a path to success instead of giving handouts. I don't want the new incoming Republican Congress to lose and squander an opportunity to change the course and the trajectory, the conversation, the narrative, whatever you want to call it, going forward. We need to look forward. We need not to look backward. We need to put out good, solid policy and not go back and just try to fight the Democrats and say, ha ha ha, look at us, we're in control now. No. And all of us need to hold our elected officials' feet to the fire and make sure that they are actually working for us and not there because you want to be the next Twitter sensation, you want to be the next media sensation, but really because you are concerned about the people you represent. And you know what, here in Massachusetts, I never, I, I don't know if I'll ever have Republican representation in Congress. However, I have folks next door. In Rhode Island, there's Alan Fung. In Maine, there's Bruce Poliquin. We have opportunities to have Republicans that are representing us in Congress. In New York, Nicole Maliotakis, hopefully Lee Zeldin wins as governor in New York. That would be fabulous. At least it, it gives us some hope in super blue states. But again, it's making sure that even your representatives in neighboring states who, if you don't have one, most states do except for us, are listening and are paying attention and and know it's important to keep the priorities, right? So again, Republican principles of limited government and lower taxes and giving people opportunities. Why people come to this country is for those opportunities and not to be afraid of being Americans and not to be proud of calling ourselves Americans and saying that we're proud of what we have and what we've accomplished. I don't want to go around and be apologetic. I don't want to apologize for my politics. I don't want to apologize for being a woman. I don't want to apologize for being a Republican. I don't want to apologize for being outspoken. If you don't like what I have to say, you don't have to listen to me. And if you don't think I'm saying enough, then you can give your, your opinion. That's free speech. I want people who are actually upholding the Constitution and not making crap up as they go along. And so going back to these midterms, go out and vote number one on Election Day. Most states have early voting. Go vote. 
go send in your mail-in ballot. You have literally no excuse. And if you have a child over the age of 18, make sure that they have everything that they need. When mine was home, I had her already do her ballot. It's important. Massachusetts, we have ridiculous ballot questions because our legislature is consistently a lame duck legislature that doesn't like to take anything on because they might get in trouble. I don't mean the Republicans. They're a very small, small, small minority. I mean, the Democrats don't like to take anything on. So we have ballot questions. Important to see if your state has ballot questions. And if they do, make sure you go and you vote and you're educated and you tell your friends about what those are, about the meaning behind them. So that way no one makes a mistake and votes the way that they think that they should, because that's what the commercials that they saw. Here in Massachusetts, we have some interesting situations going on right now before the midterms. Again, like I said, we do not have anyone who could actually win for Congress as a Republican in Massachusetts. That is a failure of our Republican Party here in Massachusetts. The Republican Party here in Massachusetts is an absolute disaster, though I believe some of the other New England Republican parties are not doing so well either. Sorry to call you all out, but if you cannot produce folks who can win, then you lose. And that's just the way it is. We have winners and we have losers. In Massachusetts, we do have candidates that, and if you are from Massachusetts, listen up. So there's a phenomenal woman who's running, who did my podcast a little while, not a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, Tracy Post. Amazing. She's down on Cape Cod. Ballots went out and there is no incumbent in this race. The incumbent is running for a different position. So there's no incumbent, Republican, Democrat. Tracy's the Republican. Ballots go out and it has her Democratic opponent as the incumbent. Again, ballots went out. Her Democratic opponent, they listed as the incumbent. We have incumbent protection here in Massachusetts. It's wonderful. If you just want to live and die in positions, we have incumbent protection. Again, Democrats, awesome. Our Democratic Secretary of State, basically told her she was a crybaby for uh, pointing out that the ballots went out wrong. We have an auditor candidate running, Anthony Amore. He's also been on my show. Phenomenal guy. He's had decades of experience as an investigator at the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum here in Boston, Massachusetts, where there was a great art heist. He was instrumental after September 11th in getting the TSA up and running. The guy actually legitimately has a resume. On top of that, happens to be one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Personable, nice, smart, competent, qualified. Holy shit. Get that one. Smart, competent, and qualified and running for office. Yep. Mass Republican Party refuses to support him. On top of that, there is a PAC here in Massachusetts that supports Republicans and Democrats. And that PAC is also not giving money to the guy who could actually win, the guy that has experience. So we're basically trying to hand this whole thing over to a woman who the only experience she has is being in elected office. Yep. Sucking off of the taxpayers. That's her only experience. But we're just going to allow this to go because of apathy, because no one gives a crap. So here's what I need you to do. I need for you to not only go vote. I need for you to tell your kids, your sister, brother, your parents, your grandparents, your friends, your neighbors, your dog walker, 
your manicurist, your hairstylist, I don't care who it is, tell everyone that they need to go and vote because that is most important. Because even if your candidate does not win, you are sending a message to the person that you would not like to see in office. My next thing is you need to make sure that you know the policies of the people who are running. Don't just vote for someone because they tell you to vote for them. Make sure you know where they stand. Make sure that when that person is elected to office, they're actually carrying out the policies that you'd like to see implemented. I don't think Kevin McCarthy should walk in and be the speaker of the next speaker of the House. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I just don't. I think that preordaining kings and queens was left in England or should have been left in England when we departed there centuries ago. I think that this in America is a time for us to bring on new leaders. We need new leaders with fresh ideas and fresh perspectives. I would like to see there be a woman who is speaker as a Republican. I would like to see someone younger. I would like to see someone super charismatic. But most importantly, I don't want anyone who is just going to look at the other side and slap them around. Because at the end of the day, we have two years to make a difference in Congress and to show that the Republican Party actually has some path to bring this country forward and to stop digging our heels in the ground and fighting with each other, which is what the Democrats want to do. These outrageous policies are crazy. Okay, this week in Massachusetts, the CEO of one of our power companies said there's not enough power and not enough electric power to heat homes this winter because progressives, I don't know where they all live, but you live in New England, it's freaking freezing here all winter. They want electric cars. Um, it's dark until 7.30 in the morning here. It's going to get dark at three o'clock in the afternoon very soon. We need to stop the crazy policies. And the only way to stop it is to have good, solid policies of our own, bring them forward, be able to negotiate and collaborate and find some unification and not just throw firebombs. So that is my charge for you. Go out and vote. Vote early and often. Just joking. Don't vote often. That's a democratic thing. Democratic like Democratic Party. But vote. Tell everyone. And make sure you stay engaged. Know what is going on in Congress, in your state house, and in your city hall. Thank you. Stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. 